Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Dragon Rider and Major Death. So, let's just get into it this week and go over last week's poll question. So, what do we got for us, Mage? Sure. Last week's poll question was... Right after the start, first few days of the new Dark Moon Races meta, and we wanted to know, has Dark Moon Races done enough to change the meta so far? We had 29 votes. Thank you to all of you that voted. And a resounding 72.4% of you said, yes, it has done enough to change the meta already. That That's fantastic. 13.8% uh, said no. 13.8% same numbers said they weren't sure. But uh, initial impressions were that it's done a lot, and it definitely feels like it has again over the last week as well. So, yeah, it's it feels different for that's for sure, and I don't think it's done settling down yet. So, yeah, I, I feel like this is one of the first metas in a while that we've had changes that like keep going. Ramp Paladin is pretty new, and that. But it's, you know, usually even a couple days or a week into, like, a new expansion, it feels like things start to settle pretty quickly. But I, there's something about this one where it still feels like people are coming up with crazy random things. I saw Ray's post about playing a, a Vectus egg paladin. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's like, what? People are still coming up with cool stuff. And that feels good. I, we haven't had that in quite a long time. So that's very exciting. All right, so we have got a lot of news this week, so bear with me as I try and get through it. So first up, we have BlizzCon Online preview video shows Hearthstone announcement coming. Um, one shot shows Brian Kibler and Ben Lee in a tavern. Another clip shows Liv Britton and Joe Killian wearing Explorer hats. And BlizzCon Online will be February 19th through 20th. So I haven't watched this this trailer yet, so. I've it's just, it, we don't have any audio from either shot. We just see uh, basically stills or, or just a second or two. And yeah, it's definitely Kibler and Brim, Ben Lee in the, in the tavern where they've had all those uh, big announcements from Ben Lee uh, last year uh, and that every time they do like a big uh, year of announcement, it's in it's in the tavern. And then just this really random picture of Liv and Joe in Explorer hats with this like, I don't know what sort of background, but there's like this like Westernish looking background thing behind them. And so obviously people are, are speculating that that might be uh, the next expansion. Yeah, that would yeah, be like the Maybe some safari thing is kind of what it looks like. I don't yeah, know. there were yeah, just <laughs> the Explorer hats and like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just. It's such a tease. Yeah, I'm, I I just hope it doesn't have anything to do with the League of Explorers. I think they uh, they need a couple years off. <laughs> I could, I could do without seeing any of the explorers again for some time. So, um, Blizzard announces BlizzCon digital bundles. So, uh, there are a bunch, there's a lot here. So you can select from an essential bundle for 20, heroic 40, or epic for 60. And each one offers 10 Dark Moon fair packs along with other Blizzard game goodies. Um... Heroic adds a random Dark Moon Legendary along with some other additional goodies. And Epic adds five golden Dark Moon Fair Packs along with some additional goodies. So it's like there's like Starcraft, Heroes of the Storm, World of Warcraft. So if you're like across the board into Blizzard games, like this is probably this is probably for you, but if you're not, it's not exactly the best Hearthstone deal, so I would not recommend it unless you're playing, like, World of Warcraft, or so there's something else there that you really want. Yeah, so, 
this is this is in lieu of the digital bundle that you would get if you either bought a BlizzCon ticket or bought the virtual ticket and you would get, you know, you would get this because BlizzCon online is going to be free. They actually have this like three tiered bundles uh, offer. And yeah, you get, you get uh, some digital goods from each of the Blizzard games and the more money you spend, the more, the more of them that you get. But this was, it, it, Hearthstone never knew, seems like they get like a ton when it comes to this particular uh, bundle with BlizzCon. So I'm not surprised that there's not like this really awesome deal when it comes to it. But it is something. It is something if you're already considering getting this. Uh, like you said, if you play World of Warcraft, you play Starcraft, you play Overwatch, you play Diablo. There's there's some stuff in there and and. It probably makes it a lot more worth it if you're if you're interested in getting stuff across multiple games. Plus the fact that there's three options too. So there's um you, you have the ability of getting a little bit more or a little bit less if you, it, it, depending on what it is that's interesting there. Too. It, it, and it makes sense. Like BlizzCon is the celebration of all the Blizzard games. So of course these bundles aren't going to be just like targeted at one game. It's like here these are for like are hardcores that like are literally playing every single game we have out there so um yeah which it's kind of cool too though well you're talking about all the games i don't think they've showed any of the diablo stuff which usually when they do that before a blizzcon that means they haven't showed it because it relates to something they're going to announce um but also with these as opposed to in previous years uh these are available now all the way until mid-september so they're available for like, what, six, seven, eight months, like Ooh. quite a while. Yeah. Usually the BlizzCon ones, it's like you have maybe a month, but these are available for quite a while. So if you don't want it now, maybe in the future, you can see what else they put in it. Maybe at that point you decide or maybe, you know, say, hey, I'll throw the 20 bucks in there to get some some packs or something. So, yeah, it's <laughs> it should be interesting. I assume they're, they're going to have a lot more on Diablo 4. That'll probably be the main selling point, would be my guess, for, for this year. So, Okay, um, Book of Heroes Anduin is out now. Um, you can complete eight battles to earn a standard pre-spec. And then you have the SI7 Anduin bundle with Hero Portrait and five standard pre-specs for ten bucks. And the bundle is only available until February 8th. So, um, very short period of time. I assume that's pretty close to what the other bundles were um, available yeah, for. They were only only available about a week or so at right when it launches. Did you see the post from Ben Hearthstone? Yep. The BM, <laughs> the, the wow really? from this. Wow. Wow. Really? Yeah. That is. I have not bought one of these. I don't play priest, and yet I'm still strongly considering getting the portrait because of how just yeah. over the top BM that that uh, that that emote is. It is crazy. Well, get familiar with the squelch button because I feel like anytime you go into a priest and see that portrait, you're like squelch. I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> uh, Tell me you saw that. Tell me you saw that. I didn't. Oh and now I kind of want to just wait until I see it in game and experience it firsthand because uh, that, that's kind of exciting. I didn't see it. Well, uh, then don't click the link I just sent you. Don't click the <laughs> link I just sent you. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe in the moment when it does go off, I'll be like, oh, that that person. But maybe I'll just laugh hysterically and be like, well, yep, that's what they were talking about. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so we have Lunar New Year Celebration Quests launch early. Um, Sub players in the NA, EU, and Asian regions received their New Year's quest earlier than intended last Friday. Seem to be unavailable again in less than 24 hours. From Blizzard, we will not take back the rewards for completing the quest. At the same time, players who have not yet received the New Year's request, please be patient. We will officially launch the New Year's Quest in the near future, 
players who have already obtained the quest will not get them again. So, did you guys get your? Did you get the quest chains? Yeah. Um, well, all three yeah. of us, hundred percent, cross the board. <laughs> I, I think I only did one of them, and then it went away. But oh, yeah. I got all three. Yeah. If 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 you so like, I I started it on EU and completed the battleground, and then got the duels one. And then on NA did uh, the first two and had the had the uh, standard games uh, or the ranked games and then went back and and did the duels uh, the following morning and it wouldn't let me get the next quest. So Uh. they had it fixed uh, within 24 hours. So like if you could have started it, but you didn't you weren't able to pick up any more of them. at that point but if you'd already gotten them all the way through to the end then uh they're not going to take back what the the packs that you already earned you're just not going to get to earn them again when the actual lunar new year uh event goes live sorry i i muted then accidentally tapped myself so uh apologize for that a little brief silence. Um, yeah, I got him. I, I got I got through it, and then like I got through the the battlegrounds and the uh, duels one, and then it was just like play the five or win the five standard games. And I'm like, okay, and then I didn't do that for a couple days, and then I came back and it was still there, so I finished up and yeah, whatever. Yeah, if you if you got the quest, it didn't. They didn't remove it. You just couldn't get the quest if you. If you hadn't gotten it by the time they fixed that. Yeah, I thought it was a little weird. I saw people posting about it on Twitter, and I thought it was a little weird that um, it was just coming out so randomly. But it, this, you know, that obviously makes a lot of sense. And I mean, it's just some. It's not. It's not good or bad. It's just something that happened. Like you'll get your packs. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, it's coming. Or you already got your packs, so good. Like this is. <laughs> Yeah, there's no, there's mistakes no mistakes were made. Yeah, mistakes <laughs> were made, but no one was hurt. You know, it's just exactly. It's like the sun; it's there. It doesn't, yeah, whatever. Okay, all right. So we had another XR Twitter Q and A number three last Wednesday, and out of cards, um, put together a comprehensive uh, list again. So if you have not been checking it out, I uh, can't recommend that enough because the uh, the tweet thread can be a little bit hard to follow and out of cards put it together very nicely. So yes. yeah, they discussed Death Knights, Champion Cards, Gold versus Pack Rewards, Achievements, and Tavern Brawls. Regarding Hysteria, I think in this case we knew about it on the late side, but it was uh, like in oh shit moment uh like with the shadow boxer boxer stuff was we could have just changed it pre-release took the risk in case it didn't and it didn't work out so uh regarding live wire lands bounce lies uh once that or one that recently stands out is live wire lands uh, was just two mana until basically the last possible day of balance design. We knew it was a 10 out of 10, but we liked it and wanted to push the power on it a bit. We hesitantly changed it to three last minute. Imagine why. So yeah. That, yeah. So that was in re- reference to them missing the power level on cards and asking if there was an example of one that they did address before launch and so he gave live wire lance which two mana live wire lance would have been pretty Not, good yeah. I think. yes i would say so regarding adding another new class there is no new class in development today and we work about a year ahead of schedule so i wouldn't look out for it anytime soon we set up a lot of infrastructure adding a new class for the first time around, though, so the turnaround would be a little bit easier. So that kind of goes back to the, the when we had Celestion on our show and he kind of echoed that same sentiment for uh, uh, a new class. So 
makes a lot of sense. It's a lot of work, but hey, the infrastructure's there if they decide they want to design a new class in the future. So, yeah. regarding tavern brawls, the team responsible for the tavern brawl content is also responsible for duels, book of heroes, and another entirely new game mode we haven't talked about much yet. They've just been very busy. I'd expect some newer tavern brawls when those things get closer to release, but not until then. So, yeah, it's, I mean, Ixar is answering a lot of questions on, on Twitter, so keep your eye out. We, we, we're we hoping for another one on this Wednesday, another one tomorrow, right? Yes, it, it, presumably there there will be. I, uh, I, I thought it was interesting the answer to this question because, yeah, there's been a lot of talk about the fact there hasn't been there's been a lot of repeat tavern brawls and things like that. And it does make a lot of sense now when you look at it. Oh, if that team is also working on duels and is working on the book of heroes, single player content and is working on another game mode that they haven't talked about at all yet. Holy cow. I can see why there's been a lot of uh, more repeats than non repeats of the tavern brawl recently. So yeah, they have a lot on their plate. then, Don't they? <laughs> I'd yeah. say the least. Which is extra cool, even that some of these devs take time to do stuff like this, right? Like mm-hmm. they're so busy, but they're still taking time to do this. Uh, actually, reminded me, I completely forgot to mention this last week, but uh, two weeks ago, I actually put up a question uh, asking Ixar about what his favorite thing to design in Hearthstone is and why. Uh, and he said he's a huge nerd for this, but probably ranking and matchmaking systems. And every time he works on either, he learns a lot and gets to work with a wide range of people. Uh, both matchmaking and ranked are very common in games, but they're approached in wildly different ways, he said. So that's kind of cool, too. And I know for me, like, or maybe you guys are the same, too. Like, we are very much like standard players, right? Well, that's kind of, we like that ranked play. So to hear that he is, you know, really likes designing that, I, I just thought was extra cool. Well, that's a great question. I, I didn't notice that I saw the answer and didn't realize you were the one that asked the question. That's a great question. Yes, um, that is that is a very good question. Sorry, I was looking at something else too, <laughs> trying to come up with something witty, but I did not. I could not. So. <laughs> Um, all right, so that goes over our main topic, or I, excuse me, are the news. Oh, go ahead, Mage. One other quick thing: there is a new card back available. Oh, yeah. in the in the in-game store. Uh, the love is in the air. That's from January 2016, which was about three months before I started playing. It's available, like some of the other card backs have been available for 500 gold or. 299 US. So if you are a card back collector and that was one that you were interested in, it's got all the hearts and is pink and and all that. Definitely uh definitely go look at at seeing about getting that. I don't know how long it's gonna be in the shop, so probably should try and get that sooner rather than later. I would my guess would it be gone before or right around Valentine's Day, right? That that Maybe. would be a guess, but it could that also would, that would make sense. But it could also leave the 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 shop the same time the Anduin bundle leaves too. So sure, yeah. Just if you, if it's something you want, go buy it. Like pretty reasonable, three bucks or five hundred gold. So, and we already have our, the was... the new expansion. So if you've been saving your gold, you can already done the new expansion, <laughs> and there you go. That was five years ago. Yeah. That was five years ago. Ugh. I'm just going to repeat this for anybody that's been playing as long as I have. That was five years <laughs> ago that that card back came out. Mm-hmm. I've been playing this game for a very long time. Okay, sorry. I just had that realization. was like, what? Mm-hmm. So I knew I didn't have it. And so I went and I looked. Uh, so I got it. And then I, I looked at it. And I'm like, January 2016. I'm like. I started in 2016. I remember the first one I got was a Hogger card back, and I looked at it. It was March 2016, so I missed it by two months, basically. So 
Uh, I mean, yeah. that makes sense. So That's when Ongoro came out was twenty seven or March twenty sixteen. So, which is right about the time you came back, right? <laughs> so, okay. Um, so moving on to our main topic. Well, we don't really have much to talk about in the meta um at the moment in time. I mean, there's been a lot of shifting and we kind of don't have anything to add at this moment in time on top of what we already talked about last week. Um so we thought we would go over and was Ixar the one who posted this originally? Yep. Ixar posted his top 10 favorite cards in Hearthstone history. So, um, and that's been going around Twitter. So we thought we'd all get together and go over our top 10 cards in Hearthstone history. So we're just going to do it one one host at a time. And Mage, you're the first one to put it in. So let's let's <laughs> let's hear let's hear your top 10 top 10 hits of hearthstone all right so yeah i i i thought this was a fun exercise ixar tweeted it i think that it gives you it's harder to put together a top 10 list than you would think especially if you've been playing the game for a while uh you know i've definitely not you know beta beta player or anything like that but at the same time i've played long enough that i definitely have a bunch of cards that i really like and so i in putting together the list we we were talking about before the show what what should qualify for this and so to tell you these are all cards that i really liked in decks that i really enjoyed playing they tend to be the card that I think of when I think about those decks and they or they have some sort of flavor value to me. Uh, card art might uh, might be uh, funny voice lines, all that sort of stuff it is the kind of these are the things that I was looking for when I put together the list and I put together the 10 and I realized after looking at a few others that there was definitely one I missed. So I have switched that out for the list that you are going to hear right now. And that list definitely starts number one with Leroy Jenkins. That is, that was the card because I played WoW before I played Hearthstone. That was the card that instantly like tied that game together for me, brought me in. I didn't have it right away because it was a legendary, but uh, I got it fairly quickly and he was uh, a card in Zoo Warlock, which was one of the first decks that I liked playing quite a bit, along with my number two card, which is Imp Gang Boss. Uh, the uh, two, four, three mana card from Blackrock Mountain. I actually have the card art as a full print on my wall, just over my over my monitors. That's how much I like the card. Uh, it is it, it when I think of Zulok, I think of Imp Gang Boss. Explosive Runes is number three. I've been playing a lot of Secret Mage recently. I really liked Secret Mage when it was in standard. I think this is a really skill testing and fun card. And I was not good at it before. I'm better with it now. And so it's 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 just a lot of fun uh and very interesting. And it it's I think probably my favorite secret in the game just because I think it's just what it does and and how you have to play around it and thinking about when to play it is just really important um next up Ankar the the weapon leg the legendary warrior weapon I like playing pirates I played pirate warrior quite a bit in in wild last year uh I I've enjoy I enjoy playing it when it's in standard though I don't pull risky skippers with it as much in standard as as say other people which is probably why i still like the card um but it's the only card on my list that actually got nerfed while i've been playing the game leroy jenkins got nerfed before i started playing anchor is the only card on this list that actually got nerfed while i was playing vile spine slayer 
the five mana rogue card that destroys a minion when it's comboed was in the Keliseth rogue deck was the very first deck I hit legend with. Love that card. I, it just, it was so, so good. And uh, it, it was always something that you were looking for in it. And it always created these big swing turns. Totem Golems number six, the two mana three, four overload for one. I played a lot of Tunnel Trog Totem Golem back in the day. That's how I have 900 wins with Shaman. Uh, to Tunnel Trog was good, but I always really liked Totem Golem. I especially liked it when he would get summoned for free from the, uh, the three mana guy that summoned a random Totem before that got nerfed and Totem Golem wasn't an option that could come out of that card. Uh, so, so he's, he's on the list. Uh, number seven is play dead. That is the hunter one mana spell that triggers a death rattle. I played a lot of death rattle hunter. You could always do really big, crazy swing turns with eggs or Katharina winter wisp with this. And so I always liked seeing this card in my hand and it's got a really cool, fun dog skeleton artwork to it that I really like. Number eight is the Lich King. The Lich King, I think, needs no introduction. He is, again, a big World of Warcraft figure. Uh, was a big minion that did a lot of crazy things with the with the Death uh, Death Knight cards that you would get, or the um, those things. And I, I really liked playing him, both in the Death Rattle 100 deck and uh, played it in Big Priest, played it in a whole bunch of... Just a whole bunch of places where you just want a big minion that is scary. Last two. Hydrologist is a Paladin Murloc, two mana, two, two, that discovers a secret. I loved that card when it came to Murloc Paladin because it was a way to kind of help you keep your Murlocs on the board so you could snowball them because they had to try and play around the secret. Uh has kind of the cutish sort of art to it, as well as the cutish voice line to it. And finally, number 10, the 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 replacement, Sunkeeper Tarum, another Paladin card. That card is so good, so ridiculous. Uh, your opponent has minions that you can't get through. Now you can with Sunkeeper Tarum. Do you have these little dudes that you need to be making a whole lot bigger hey sin keeper Karen can make them three threes for you so it's that card was just a a giant swing turn you were playing <laughs> you were you're you were playing the uh uh the three mana discover a taunt in Odd Paladin, just so that you could find Sunkeeper Tarim. Stonehill because Defender. You couldn't Stonehill Defender. Yep. You would play Stonehill Defender just to find Sunkeeper Tarim, so you could play Sunkeeper Tarim in your Odd deck. That's how much you wanted this card. That That's power. That's why I like it. That's why it should have been on my original list and why it is on my list now. There we go. There's my tip. <laughs> very, very different than what I am going to go over here. I actually I was gonna say, I think you can tell what kind of type of players we are by looking at our lists here. Okay. Um, so going going through mine, um uh so number one I I I found it hard not to just put all the Death Knight cards, the interesting Death Knight cards. So sorry, Thrall and Garrosh. I wasn't particularly fond of you, but everyone else was super interesting. So I started off with Blood Reaver Gul'dan. Um, super interesting hero powers. Super interesting battle cry. Ten mana. Summon. Fill your board with demons that have died. Um and. I played a lot of control lock at that at that point in time, so it was uh was not playing the like cube lock um that a lot of people that were more popular and was a better deck one hundred percent. I just like the the more controly aspect with void lords and whatnot. So um I yeah, just thought it was a super cool card and it was so well designed. Um next up is another Death Knight for me. I have Death Stalker Rexar. Um I played some Death Rattle Hunter, but like I there was just such an interesting cool cool card 
and the build a beast hero power it's just like so much fun that like when the rexar uh tavern brawl i generally am one and done like i hit one victory and then i'm done with my tavern brawl like the, the one where it's Deathstalker Rexar and you just start building beasts like immediately on turn one. I'll just like, I'll go back and play that 20 times because that's so interesting to me. Like, I love that. So I am, it could just, just because he's like, I know how much man I have once I hit the hero power button. What am I looking for? What can I build? Like, do I do it at the end, the beginning of my turn? Am I looking for a play right now? Am I looking for a play at the end of the turn? Just that infinite value, which is one of the things that's very interesting to me. So, love that one. Um, Next, we have Shutterwalk. Speaking of <laughs> infinite value, um, this was the deck I first hit Legend with. Um, so, Shutterwalk Shaman... Holds a very uh, special place in my heart. And um, I always just like repeat all the battle cries. And the the combo that came out of it. The infinite combo that came out of it. I just loved it. That was like literally such a cool card. I, I Just everything. The combo. The Arcanite Chain Gang. The Ar uh, Zola the Gorgon. And... Um, grumbles and yeah the 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 freezing minion it was just oh so good so next up is my jaws that bite, bite my claws that catch, catch. Yep. oh god that turn my my favorite moment of it was a i think it might have been a dream hack um, when someone was getting bit by or beaten by it, he literally wrote it while the animations are going on on a uh, piece of paper and held it up to the screen as he's getting beaten by it. He's so so tilted. <laughs> they just eventually like turn like cut his feed. Oh man, that was uh, that was some classic Shutterwalk. Um, next up, I have Corrupted Heelbot. That card that no one remembers because it was an awful card. It was a, uh, I believe it's five mana, six, six, uh, death rattle, uh, heal your opponent for eight. But with priest, you can turn healing into damage. You could, uh, resurrect a bunch of one cost or one mana, or excuse me, one, one versions of it if two of them had died. Then all of a sudden you could assemble a very easy or an OTK. Not not very easy, but it and it wasn't very good, but it was in fact an OTK. And it still remained <laughs> Dragon Rider's just losing it over there. <laughs> oh my god. It wasn't very good, no, but <laughs> it wasn't. I, I I know I played it enough to know it was awful. But I enjoyed playing it. It was fun. It was like when it went off, it was worth all those times I got my teeth kicked in. It was like, yes, now you now you get to see what I'm doing. So uh moving back to Death Knights. Um Frostwitch Jaina. It was just <laughs> I think this might have been my favorite. In, in, like, I started with Gul'dan and I went hit Rexer, but like, the, the long game of Frostwitch Jaina, where if you kill something with your ping, it summons a 3 6 water elemental, and then all of a sudden, all your water, water elementals have lifesteal. So you're just like constantly creating more minions. You're healing yourself. You're freezing the board. It's just, I loved it. I, I just loved the the ability. And like, I think of it with like big spell mage. And uh, the, to me, this I know this wasn't the card that like originally generated, but this was the card that made it for me. So then I have Shervala. I think I might be the only one with anything from Rostix to Rumble. <laughs> um, which was the uh, Paladin Legendary Loa that was a 7-5 Divine Shield Rush um, and Lifesteal. 
it costs 25 and then it costs one less for every spell you've played this game which is like oh, okay well that sounds good but then you put in the otk the fact that you can uh was it holy what am i thinking of the card that does the damage the draw card and uh, holy holy wrath yeah right? holy wrath yeah there we go yeah it was holy wrath paladin so you, and then all of a sudden you draw a you're shuffling 25 uh, cost cards into your hand all of a sudden you're dealing 25 damage in a single spell after you're sh- you know staying live for the whole game healing life timeout uh flash of light there was just a lot of cool stuff in that deck and it was just a long combo that ended with you hitting your opponent for a lot of damage can I just say I'm glad I don't cue into you all the time on, <laughs> on ladder. Uh, I concur. That's that. I I think I actually would set the game down and not play for a very long time if I kept running into you on the ladder. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, then I have. <laughs> What's that? I, I love to. I I just love that you're like. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to apologize for who I am. So, like, sure. this yeah. this is me in, in, like, my purest form. So, um, And it gets better with the next one, yeah. right? It gets better with the next one. Uh, Dr. Boom, Mad Genius. So, going back to... And this was hard because Dr. Boom, obviously, is the, the enabler. But in Boomsday, there were so many good mechs. Like, Dynomatic almost made the list because dynamatic was that good. Um, but like Dr. Boom had to do it just because a, it was the coolest card. It was, it had the super cool animation. All the hero powers were super fun. It was just, it was a lot of fun. And Dr. Boom has always been one of my favorite characters. So like getting a Dr. Boom hero card, it was like one of the things I looked forward to. And I played, a lot and a lot and a lot of uh, Odd Warrior. <laughs> so, yeah. Lots of armor was had. The the rush on the mechs was just yeah. backbreaking once that card came down. Yeah, when it was seven. This was the only card I had on my list that got nerfed. So, um, next up, I actually changed this um, <laughs> while we are recording because I wanted to put something on the list from from druid when this isn't a druid card but this was like one of my favorite druid archetypes um i put down the undertaker um a such a cool uh voice line intro um and the fact that um guess what hadronox is a death rattle minion and you're just building uh, it's just it's just a way to add a bunch more death rattles into your um to get more out of your uh hadronox. So it was just uh, if you didn't have enough with w- two witching hours, the undertaker was just like, oh man, you're just never going to run out of taunt minions. So I love that that combo. So if the first two boards of taunts wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. He's 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 gonna help you get a few more. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the other the other druid card I got in here, which is not a druid card, is King Togwaggle. <laughs> if you don't remember King Togwaggle druid, it's where hey, I draw my deck and then I give it to you and then I burn you out. And if you try and give it back to me, hey, guess what? I have Azalea the Soul Thief. And I, uh, I take, you know, I swap it back one more time. So good luck. Thank you for your deck and enjoy getting, getting fatigued to death. So. See, I thought you were talking about the rogue talk. No, 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 no. In which case, mad respect for you, but no, (laughs) no. It's the neutral tag, King Tog. Exactly. So gotta get. Makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Makes sense. I played a lot of Tog Waggle Druid. And then finally, we have Rin, the first disciple. Disciple, speaking of liking to burn away my opponent's deck. Um, so 
it was, she was a uh, six mana taunt. I don't. I think she was a three six. Um, and she, uh, when she died, she added the first seal, which was a five mana spell that gave you a two two, which added the second seal, which summoned a three three. They were all five mana, so two two, three three, four four, five five, six six, and then the final one, which burned your opponent's deck completely. So, yep, and that was a kind of a nice component to the uh, control lock, um, which you were probably playing Nizoth in at that point in time. So, the idea you'd you'd play your Void Lords, you'd play your Rin, and then you would you know slowly cycle through as you're trying to fight for the board, and then. Once you run out of everything, you you burn them down, and then you Blood Reaver Gul'dan, or you do something else. You you keep clearing the board, or keep putting obstacles in the way, and they just slowly die. So, I always love that card. That's one of my favorites. So, I like your <laughs> attempt to put Druid cards in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were they were my they were the archetypes I thought of. Um, that I enjoyed playing a lot, and like the Hadronox, I really enjoyed the just straight up taunt, but like the Undertaker took it to like eleven for me, and um, the it was Togwaggle Druid, so how could I not put Togwaggle on my list? So makes sense. Yeah. All right, Dragon. What what do you got here? All right. Well. Uh, I, I will say, I guess my very first one probably is just my favorite card, like ever. The other ones I didn't really do in a specific order. I just kind of put them in like as they came to me or as I saw them in the collection because that's how I did it. Uh, because we we're putting these lists together and I realized I didn't have as many cards. Uh, both Mage and Daring were talking about, oh, I could. Now I thought of this one, I could take this one off and put this in. And I was like, ah. I need to find 10? What? Uh, so my first one is Carnivorous Cube. Yeah, I'm one of those. I love <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it was broken, but I don't think, like, I feel like most people love that card. So, like, I think that's a really solid pick. Well, it, one thing that I learned, okay, I, I will say, because it ties into my second card, too, but I played an extremely large amount of games with death rattle hunter cube hunter how you know whichever name you want to refer to it as but to me carnivorous cube because you could use it in other decks it was neutral but it was to me it felt pretty skill testing too because you really had to think about when you wanted to use it there were times where it was like hey i'm just going to use it on this whatever thing it was that's not really getting me value in terms of a death rattle, but it's getting me tempo value. And I think that was a deck that I really started to learn about actually playing more for tempo and just, hey, in this matchup, I need things on board. And so I think that's also part of why I really like it, because it helped teach me some of those skills that I still use in the game. So I really like that aspect of it. Um, the Remember. second one is... I remember cubing a cube sometimes just because oh, yeah. you either needed to break the original cube or yeah. just because five, six was not a, or four, six was not a easy minion to deal with. Exactly. And so yeah. if it got broke, then you'd have two of the cubes. Also, sometimes so, you just play the cube yeah. by itself without anything. Yeah. If you had nothing on your board in turn five and you needed to fight for tempo, four, six was yeah. not a bad way to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And uh, kind of along with that, I guess, uh, the next one I have is Katharina Winterwisp. As you know, she was the eight mana 6-6, six, six, battle cry and death rattle, uh, recruit a beast, so pull a beast from your deck onto the battlefield. Then you could try to do like a cube on the beast or whatever, and there was combos with like King Crush and all that craziness. But I, again, she kind of was another card that felt really cool to me. She was pretty expensive. But it was like, it made you think about, okay, what beasts are in my deck still that I haven't drawn because my luck is bad and I drew, you know, multiple big beasts now and they're sitting in my hand. What do I have left? And 
I think that's another thing that I really like too. There's kind of some other hunter decks that have really made you think about that as well. Uh, but that was one of the first times again that I really played a deck that made me think about what specific thing am I looking for and how do I want to do it? You know, sometimes you would just, okay, it's turn eight. I'm just going to play her. But if you drew all that big stuff, it's kind of like guardian animals now, right? Like, wait, I don't want to play guardian animals if there's only one beast in my deck or do I, or, oh crap, I drew all my beasts. Now I can't play this. So I don't know. I really liked her a lot. Um, the next one I have, uh, Mage also had on his list, Explosive Runes. That was, yeah, he said it too. I felt like that was really skill testing. Do I play a small minion and take more damage to my face? Do I play a bigger thing to soak this up? You know, is there spell damage that I have to consider that's going to make this even more? See, uh, see, so you got, one. you said this, Mage. This, this one right here makes me want to sit down my game client. Like, Explosive Runes. <laughs> Yeah, like secret mage. Just, yeah, that that's that's a real like hard to play around. Yeah, because yeah, you have to determine how much damage can you take, mm -hmm. and like as as you're playing it, you have to think about what are they going to play and what are yeah. they going to try and do. Do they want to take a bunch of damage, or are they going to try and play the big thing to try and soak it? And it's just it's yeah, mind it's games. Such a cool. Game. It is mind games. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, so. Talking about mind games here was kind of a like self mind game, I guess. <laughs> um, I put this on my list and people might not remember this card. Uh, this is Unidentified Maul. So this was a paladin card uh, and they had several different like unidentifieds, uh, but this was a paladin weapon, three mana, two, two, and it said gain a bonus effect in your hand. And how many were there? Like four, it's like five, four, six. Yeah. One would yeah. draw. One would get you minions. Couple, couple of, of silverhand recruits. One would give them divine shield. One would give them right. taunt, and I think one would give them like plus one attack plus one. or something like yeah. that. And uh, I, I remember specifically playing this in Murloc Paladin several years ago, and it was like the same deck that Mage talked about earlier with the uh, hydrologist. And I know the the. Listeners can't couldn't see it, but uh, when Mage was talking about that card, I kind of had to give it the thumbs down because <laughs> me personally, like I hated that card. I played it, but for some reason, I just I did not understand how to play it. I struggled with it. I think I chose the wrong secrets or something. There was something with it, and I just struggled with it. Everybody, everybody said, "Oh, this card's great. You have to include it." And then I kind of, you know, just got really frustrated because like, I don't understand how I'm playing with this. I don't I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. I took those out and I put in blue gill warriors. It's just hey when they come out onto the field you have that uh send you know, them to your, the dome. <laughs> yeah your your buff Murlocs coming out too. I mean sometimes those were kind of like a Leroy I've, if you did it, you know, if you could get the right combinations of cards. I've, um, I've, but I've, this identified mall it changed. I was gonna say I feel like have you heard of getaway Kodo? <laughs> Getaway Kodo <laughs> and Getaway Kodo, because that was that was like the premium one, if I'm remembering correctly, of that time. I, I'm curious what what about this card did you did you like? Just the fact that it had the different options that it could, and it changed from game to game. I know lots of people they like the the idea of of nonlinear play, even in mm -hmm. maybe decks that have a bit more linear. Uh, play to them uh was it that or was it was it was it just like the mana cost just kind of fit with where you wanted it to be it just worked out well that sort of thing i i think it was a combination um because i mean like i said three mana two two there's weapons that are like that now or very similar uh and they're pretty good now this one yeah it did make you kind of change and i can't remember i think this came out around the same time that Discover was still pretty new. It's like Hydrologist was a Discover, right? Pretty um, sure. Yeah, and I, I feel like Discover was fairly new at that point. Um, so this also kind of just added another like, okay, it's it's random, but there is a limited amount of options that it can give and you know what those options are. So it's just a matter of it's random when it comes into your hand, which one you're going to have. Uh, and 
I felt like, again, this was kind of a skill testing, like, okay, now this gave me the divine shields. Well, shoot, do I really actually want to play this right now? Or how am I going to use this mana to work with, you know, playing it at the same time as something else to get those and take advantage of it? So I, I think I just really liked it for that. It really kind of made me stop and think about how I did want to use it instead of just, oh, okay, this weapon, just play it out and smack. Like, it, it, it gave me a little bit more to think about. So Gotcha, gotcha. I just remember it. I remember it in Odd Paladin. Where that's pretty much what it was. Mm. It was like, yeah, I'll take any any effect that comes off of it and just <laughs> hit yeah. you in the face. The divine shield, the purifier's mall was just so OP. Yeah. It just like, yeah. oh my god! If you had any board whatsoever, that was such a good, mm-hmm. such a good effect. Yeah, I played this in both the Odd Paladin and in the Murloc Paladin. Um, it was just pretty good, but. I guess going the other direction now, something that I could just slam on the board and then start to go face with it. Uh, Mage, I think you also had this on your list, was Totem Golem. I did play a decent chunk of that, that like, aggro uh, totem, you know, well, it wasn't really totem, it was just the aggro shaman. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but I, that, I feel like, like Totem noise Golem so it, The noise that <laughs> it made when it came in. <laughs> <laughs> Love that thing. Three, four <laughs> so spider good. tank for two mana. Yes, please. I, that sucker's yeah. going to two for one, three for one, or it's going to hit, hit face a bunch. Love yeah. It. Um, and then kind of along with that also, I guess the next couple kind of work together, but Doomguard. I really liked Doomguard a lot. Um, I, I feel like if you had to play it out of hand and decide about discarding stuff, that was kind of a cool effect to me. Uh there's there's a lot more now that works with discarding, so I think it would be really ridiculous now. But you know, back then it was like you don't really want to discard your stuff, uh, so you kind of had to had to decide how you were going to do it. Um, and then the next one that kind of goes with that was, is Skull of Minari. I really liked that weapon, uh, and again, it kind of all of these cards. I feel like there's there's really like decision points you had to make with these. Like okay. Do I want to try to play out one of these other demons to try to get the Skull of Minari to pull a specific demon out? How did you want to do it? Did you care what it pulled out? What happens if I have this handful of big demons and my opponent destroys my Skull of Minari? How do I do this? Uh, So, and then of course, you know, you were playing Carnivorous Cube in that deck as well. So that was my very top card. So, you know, they all kind of work together. (laughs) I liked those. Uh... And then I guess I'll jump down. I'll, another one. These are, I feel it was it you, Daring, that mentioned we kind of have a lot of wild cards on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I thought that. Yeah, before we were recording. So I'll do my last wild card, and then I actually have two standard cards. Uh, my last wild card that I really liked was Daring Fire Eater. And that was the uh, mage one mana minion that was 1 1, and uh, your next hero power did two extra damage. Uh, so I played a lot of odd mage when that was a thing. And you definitely played daring fired in there. I was going to say but, like, if you're talking you like, cause that's what I think of is the odd major, that card. And you didn't pick yep. Janelai. Like, I feel like dra- Janelai, the dragon Hawk, like that's the card that sticks out to me to that deck. That's why you play odd. Yeah, I don't know. I mm. liked the black cat too. That you That's fair. had some spell power and you just drew a yeah. card. Like it was a solid card. I don't know. I don't. No, I'm not trying to. I'm, I'm not trying I'm, to criticize I, your choice. <laughs> yes. you're good. The daring fire eater helped you get your free Ragnaros from Janelai the Fire Lord, or from Janelai. Yeah. Yes. So there you go. That- I, I think probably also is that the daring fire eater. Like it, it was just a card you would see more often. So I think for me, it's like, even though these cards aren't necessarily the, the like, oh, it's a cool legendary or like it was the most powerful thing. I feel like when you played a lot of a specific deck, these were kind of the cards that 
you would see very often and it felt like were impactful in those games over the long term. So I think that's what stood out to me about this one is like, I remember being able to go, okay, cool. I have three mana. I can play this minion and then my two mana hero power and kill off one of their minions or, you know, do whatever. And, and like, like you said, mage, like it enabled other stuff, but I don't know why, for some reason, my mind was just like, yes, (laughs) these cards, this, not the flashy legendary, this little one, one. So my last two are standard cards right now. And one of those is Corrosive Breath in Hunter. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I like the design of this one. It is. Yeah, it's cool. It's like, okay, I can deal three damage to a minion. But if I have a dragon, I can deal three damage to a minion and three damage to their face. That's what I want to do. But sometimes, like, all right, I'm not getting a dragon. I've got to use this. Otherwise, I'm going to die to their board. Uh, so, And the artwork is cool on it. I like the, the artwork on that one. <sighs> all right. I'm <laughs> May's just like, uh, he's ready. All right, I'm ready for this last one. Mm-hmm. Um, please, please go on. It's a standard card. Mm-hmm. This one is a legendary. You know, uh, we've been talking about legendaries. Do, um, do go on. It's 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 a legendary. It's very popular. Um, okay, I'll just say it. It's Zephyrus. I have Zephyrus and on my that's list. Time. Right. Thanks, thanks for stopping by, Dragon Rider. We really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go on. I'm sorry. Ugh. No, it's like I I don't know. I just like I. I definitely understand, and I lament with a lot of people, and they're like, I hate Zephyrus. This card pisses me off, or what? Like, it shouldn't be a thing, but I feel like this, again, is, is very skill-testing. Even still, even after it's been in standard for almost two years now, there are still lines where people are like, hey, what could I have done differently with playing the Zephyrus? I still, like, shout-out to my ne- uh, my teammate, Neji Boston. I still am like, how could I have played the Zephyrus turn differently? And he will point out, oh, if you spent this, 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 you could have tailored it to get this thing to counter their minion. I'm like, what? I've been playing it for two years, and I still don't think of all these things, just because there are still so many possibilities. And sometimes it, you know, obviously you're like, cool, I'm going to get this. And then Zephyrus is like, nah, you don't really want that. So (laughs) sometimes he just screws you, but... I don't know. I just, I really like the concept of the card and the design. And I, I think discover overall is one of my favorite mechanics in the game. So the aspect of you have to really figure out what it is you're trying to do. How do you manipulate your mana, play something else first or whatever, and also choose something from a discover is a really cool idea to me. And I, I like it a lot for that aspect. I was going to say, Discover is, like, one of the mechanics that's just uniquely Hearthstone. Like, that is just... It's one yeah. of the, one of the things that makes a the digital card game like this a thing. So, yeah, I completely agree. No, I'm just giving you a hard time. I like Zephyrus. I think it's a very cool design. I'm just... I'm just glad that, that I'm not going to be seeing him in Standard in, very, in a very short period of time, so... Oh, I am very ready for him to rotate, but I still think it's a really cool card. But I'm ready for him to go. Absolutely. And I just I just did a quick look. Um I think you and Mage both had three legendaries on your list. I had nine. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only one that was not uh, well, a legendary. Control decks need more legendaries, yes, right? <laughs> exactly. The only thing that wasn't was uh, corrupted healbot on my list. I will. I will say that I specifically tried to make sure I didn't pigeonhole into looking, thinking about legendaries because they, while they have the unique effects, because they are a single copy in your deck, they tend to do really crazy things. They tend to even be the cards that are the build around cards for decks. Um, I, I wanted to find cards that kind of felt like this is like the heart and soul of those car of those decks and like, like dragon rider with the daring fire eater. It is, this is a card I really liked seeing pretty much every time I saw it in my hand, those, those sorts of things. It was just like, though, 
what, how can how can I expand out? But yeah, there's there's easily I could do a list of ten plus legendary only that 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 are like my favorite legendaries. But I, I did definitely did try and expand out from that. Yeah, that's that's fine. The, and I I like that you guys did that. And I wasn't looking at legends there. It was just legendaries. I was like, these are the cards that have made the impressions on me throughout Hearthstone. And, like, the mm-hmm. ones that, like, really... And I could have gone on for another, like, 30 cards and been like, oh, yeah, this one's amazing, this one's amazing. Like, I had fun with this and, you know, and, and start going through different things. But those are, like, the ones that, like... I mean, literally, when you ask me what my my favorite card in Hearthstone history is, Rin and um, Corrupted Healbot are the first two that come to my mind. Literally, like, t- time after time, it's Rin. I will not stop talking about Rin, so. <laughs> well, that is... Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Don. Oh, it looked like you were about to say something when I was when I was started there, so. All right. Nope. So that is our top tens um, this week. Um, so what is our poll question, Mage? What do you got for us? Sure. One one quick thing I will say about the top 10 list, though, is uh, I encourage you, if you are a member of our Discord, and if you aren't, definitely please come join us and share with us your top 10, because I, I think it's really incredibly interesting. I think you learn a lot about the player uh, when you see their list, and I think it's a lot of fun to just think about and 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 talk about cards so uh i I know craptasm put his list in our discord and would love to see a few more over there uh if you if you would care to do that for us so this week's poll question um because we kind of looked at the history of hearthstone we actually wanted to know what has been your favorite hearthstone year to date so we've had five of them which makes creating a Twitter poll a bit of a challenge because you're only allowed four options. So what we're going to do is we're going to list the last three, Phoenix, Dragon, Raven, as the first three options, and then an other option. And if you liked Year of the Kraken or Year of the Mammoth the most, I'd ask that you hit that other and reply and give us a vote for either Kraken or Mammoth so that we know and we will talk about what is your favorite hearthstone year on next week's show also real quick i just went into our discord and created a hearthstone top tens channel in our discord oh so there you go so that's a great spot yeah exactly so if you want to post them there please feel free and you can reach our discord by going to our twitter dr 3 hs and clicking on our top pin tweet to join you can also email the show at dr3hs at gmail.com. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Daring Outline, and I've been streaming more periodically as of late. So um, I am on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Daring Outline. If you go give me a follow, I am I would like to hit affiliate. I'm still like 20 people shy of uh, the first 50. So if anyone listening has not followed me on Twitch, I would greatly appreciate it if you went and did that. Um, Dragon Rider, where can we find you? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at DonnieDK, that's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K, and streaming uh, mostly during the week now, because I'm going to be taking the weekends to really hit the uh, qualifiers really hard, so streaming during the week. Uh, And I also did want to promote that every month I try to do something different for subs. Uh, And this month I'm going to be giving two subs a $15 Blizzard balance. So at the like beginning of March, I will do a random drawing from all my subs uh, and give two people the uh, balance there for Blizzard. So you can use that for Hearthstone or whatever other Blizzard game you want to play. Uh, but you can find me there at twitch.tv slash dragonriderdk. And Mage, where can we find you? So you can find me on Twitter. I'm at MageAdeath. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday evenings, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash MageAdeath. 
thank you guys for tuning in and uh just a little little teaser we have something big coming up um i just got some some details on it um so there there's going to be something dr three is going to be doing something big over the next couple weeks so just hang in there um and as always you've been listening to dr three